work ain't work. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, it, when an artist approach me uh, and want to work with me, I mean, a lot of times it's how they approach right. all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm most likely to work with artists. Yeah. Sometimes I might think they're good. Sometimes I might think they need a lot of work, but mm-hmm. I like making music. So yeah. it don't cost me to make music. Right. Well, it do, but. Right. It don't really cost me. Yeah. You enjoy it so you don't even calculate the cost because yeah. you're doing something you love to. Just need a big bag, a big bag. I'm going to get it so fast, I'm so fast. And when I get that money, I'm going to make that fuck a lot. we be on currency, we make that money last. We make it last. I just need a big bag, a big bag. I'm going to get it fast, get it fast, get it fast. Welcome to another episode of the Caribbean Currency Podcast, where we combine Caribbean culture with financial literacy. This is my co-host, Redman, co-host Kyle, and we have a big, big, big guest in the house tonight, and this conversation, it don't take off, you know. Yeah. You know, we don't usually start our, our pod like this. We usually do the introduction, right yeah. and we do our thing, but just sitting down here, we even realize we're going in, and that's that's right. the beauty about this podcast, because we have in general conversations. Right. We have in real genuine Facts. conversations that we would have. Facts. And the camera's just rolling. And the camera's just rolling. You got the right, man. Go I genuinely, like everything that she does is things that I ask most of my artists to do as it pertains to pouring yourself out there, being fearless, mm-hmm. being consistent, having a niche. I agree with it. So when the person asks me to reach out to her, I agreed. I could see this potential there like I could see in anybody else. Yeah. All I'm saying to you guys, I'm not even challenging you guys. I'm just saying my reservation, I've learned from mm. dealing with people when it seem like they're hot and it seem like they get, see like after you get that initial love, mm. right? When it's time to continue to point and walk to, yeah. to sustain that love that, and grow that love. That could happen I, to a talented artist too. Yeah. But what I'm saying is a lot of these people don't have the lungs for it. Mm-hmm. They get winded. They think they're supposed to reach but somewhere. You know the signs, the Nobody signs starts off with the lungs for it. No, me saying that she don't. I'm but saying that I don't know. No. You guys are speaking like, if she get it set, it's a hit. And I'm saying, I don't no, know No, no, but, but, but I mean. We're talking in, okay, what I say chances it, are. When I say. You in know, your I, opinion. Yeah, yeah of course. And my opinion is I don't know. I got a seat plus so a little bit to, more. We have we have to, like when we got no, I think it could work. We got a bet on our horse that we can feel win. like people get hits with less, right? Yes. And people gain opportunities with less yes. than what she's doing. Yes. Hold on. And then another thing too, when it comes to longevity and certain things, it don't necessarily just necessarily come to the antics. Like she might get on the road and be a great performer. Mm-hmm. She might not. It, two sides of the spectrum. I just want to cover for you. But she might get out there and know. actually, because at the end of the day, right, I know a lot of artists and even home, we have a lot of artists that could make, that's great studio artists. They could make a record in a studio and um, cannot perform. Mm. We don't know if she could perform. We or don't know. But she might just be the antics alone. Even a role, and that's a major, because in the music business, touring is actually where your money comes from. Yes. We get flipped now to want streams and all of this stuff. But to be honest, if you are artists, you really and truly gigs and bookings and tours and that's what you really want to focus on. Mm. The music helps you get more on tour. Yeah. You part of the album, you right. want to tour. Why nobody ain't trying to book her? 
She's so hot. According well, to her, you see, have so much potential. But why nobody ain't like reaching out like, yo, we should put me in the house. But she had to say, had to say, right? Why the reason I even mentioned her name is because I feel I'm gonna say our promoters are a little behind. Hold on, with the right guidance, I feel this girl have so much of the intangibles that you can't teach. She have some of the intangibles that you but can't I, I teach. Like that. Be, there's a lot of intangibles that people don't know that are intangible. That's all I'm saying. Based on what she's, what yes, she's I agree. Taste, <laughs> I feel yeah, like she I has a lot. I feel like the right, in like the right situation, I think she could thrive. I've, I've seen people with the same and ain't went no place because they were missing other intangibles that is not too, seen. But then I've seen, there's a lot of talented people that we both know. Yes. That, it you know, ain't even yeah. as far as that. You know yes. what I mean? Work, hard work, that's, always outmaneuver so talented. That's why I said, I want to see if she have the lungs for it. Because Man, once we push we the buttons. come in with the lungs. You don't go to the gym on the first day and have the lungs. True. You build you have to know, okay, you have to build dedication. The lungs that's is the dedication. The, right. The, the, right. The, the, the lungs is the wrong, is the wrong the comparison. Yes, I want to say, wait. The right. thing is, so this is why I say that. She come in taking the kick on the punch. Though. Yeah. What is the kick on the punch, them? Boy, boy. I just ah, you see, that's kick and punch. No, no. Because you could say the same thing about me. No, well, well, okay, well. I said what most people look at that right, as right, a right, yeah. kick and punch. Yeah. Well, thank God, I think she saw it as, oh, wait, they, they listen. Okay, right. They listen. Right. I got it. Listen. Okay, okay, I agree with you. She probably, she, that's what make her do. She could probably be like, yo, that was my first song I ever do. And look what, they look get what I'm doing. 40,000 views. That is dope. And they get man on here that going to the studio, but doing everything me, the right way. I, I can't get a right boy. Now. I have records right now that I pulled that I thought would be getting a hot record. I guess what? She on performing. Exactly. I view and I view. So watch right. what I, 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 I with the right guidance. I, yeah. Look, a lot of people have gotten the right guidance. And that's another intangible. Can you <laughs> take guidance? Do you know if she could take guidance? <laughs> well, then all ah, like that it might be absolutely. So that's, said, so that's why he said. He said. He betting out, on okay, okay, listen, I bet from outside, bet. from outside looking right. We're like, okay, cool. From what we've seen, the attention, the noise that's going on, you know what? She got a good song. I think she What's got a good song. Awesome. Awesome. That for people could sing along. You over here. You over here. You know, you know what? Right. right. I don't. Let's say that real. Okay, look. Okay. All right. So yeah, for everybody that don't know, Deli Banga is a super producer. <laughs> right? And he's there saying that Mini Monster have a good time, which is very heartbreaking, by, by the I way. Said she have a good chance. She have a good chance. You didn't, didn't, you, you didn't just say she had a good song? I don't have a song. Hold on. You know, switch it up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. I'm not even trying to be funny. I know what happened. It is recording. I said, he said it one song. I said, she have the platform. I said, she has a platform. She could have been a model. She didn't even have to be doing what she's doing. I'd have been like, you got audience? Exactly. You got a chance. If I had a brand that I wanted to sell. Let me tell you something. Oh, you have a brand that you wanted to sell. Okay, so what right. for instance, it, it, everybody it, know what she could do, but none of that, none of that made jumping at it, you know. But boy, but what only thing that would kill it is a super producer. He could and go and make it. a song for her right now. And I we saying that right now? Okay, cool. Let's write this yeah, down. Delhi Baga Mini. <laughs> Mini, you see what come out of this? You gotta remember. One thing Delhi have a number one hit, you know. How much number one hit you had? How much? How many times you hit the billboard? A couple of times. A few times. I'm like uh, uh, on four charts right now. Yeah. You have been on. Early. Yeah. 
How many times you hear the, the, the billboard? It's like my thought. This is your thought, everything billboard. Yeah, we won't introduce no podcast, so, but we'll so, introduce that then. Right, I, the, uh, then. I, I, I was trying to do that. Oh, sorry. No, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Like right proceed, now. Proceed, Thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me do the call my in bad. the hosting. Go ahead, okay? That's what the call stands for. Go ahead, cool. Right. <laughs> right, Do your thing, cool. That's what it's done for. So I just wanted to introduce everybody to Delhi Banga. You know what I mean? Um, I, 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 look, I know you real name, but I just can't remember it like that. Hey, Thank God. Delhi Bang has been like such for a while now. You know what I mean? Is a is a you staple look like a name. You look like a fucking Claudel. Yeah. You look like a Claudel. Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> right. People so yeah, man. Right um, we have the pleasure of interviewing a good friend of mine, good musical colleague, a big boy in the music. A lot of good person, Delhi Banger. A lot of you probably have known him for DJing for our city. A lot of the local hits that he made and also international hits that he produced. Mm-hmm. You guys know him by that. I'm sure you'll Google him. He's he going to say a couple of them. You know, you got like Chris Brown, Sierra, to name a few, Tehran and Timothy from Rock City. There's a lot more, oh, actually. Simmons. Oh, my God, Paul Simmons. The list goes on. Uh, he ain't going to want to flaunt it, but I'm going to make him flaunt yeah. it. Because we're going to ask him, like, can you list all the names of the people that you produced before, especially the whack ones that ain't make it, that you thought <laughs> had a chance in the Virgin Islands that did it? Yo. That's cool, don't you? got to dress it up, you know? I got you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like doing uh, records with everybody. Right. Everybody. Like, yeah. I actually more enjoyed in let me know, let me say, say this right. I enjoy working with independent artists more than I do with big main, big mainstream main artists. artists. There's a different process. Yeah. How, how you get more music intimate, though? Right? How you uh, get into it's music? More intimate when you're working on the small. Like yeah, the smaller. yeah. Way yeah. even more control. Yeah. You know, a lot more into it. So right. I'm more excited for you, that. You excited the boss one. Like, yeah. That too. Yeah, that's like, awesome. We got a song right now. Yeah, pop. Top 10. We top 10 PCI right no, now. This is not is what it is. <laughs> this is Caribbean currency. <laughs> I am not passing for anybody. Christ is in the midst. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I got like, I did an independent record with artists from the BVI. Mm-hmm. Bought a record. And we was number one for like a week or two. Who the artist is? Uh, Hashim, Hashim the Dream. We do our record. Oh, Hashim the Dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got a record named Tekka. Did it from scratch. Yeah. Work ain't work. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? So That's what's up. for me, it's like, it, when an artist approach me uh, and want to work with me, I mean, a lot of times it's how they approach right. all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm most likely to work with artists. Yeah. Sometimes I might think they're good. Sometimes I might think they need a lot of work, but mm-hmm. I like making music, so yeah. it don't cost me to make music. Right. Well, it do, but Right, don't really cost me. Yeah. You enjoy it, so you don't even calculate the cost because yeah. you're doing something you love to do. Like, but how you getting to how you getting to music though? Like what I mean? Oh, like, um, I don't know. I think I I would say it's purpose. So, right, I grew up literally in the perfect neighborhood. Hmm. What is that? Um, ghettos, purpose shop. Oh, we talked oh, yeah, so about ghettos when yeah, you said purple. Perfect neighborhood is purple shop. Where is that at? What's purple shop? In between now. Oh God, he said the perfect. Perfect yeah, and Bovoni never had a good together. So the fucking like you said, the perfect <laughs> purple shop in Bovoni. Hey, you know, my boy, they had a the one dump and St. Thomas with the empty the trash. The landfill. <laughs> the landfill. You know what by this? Take a guess. By the purple Bolo. shop. Bovoni. <laughs> so you like, I live in a perfect neighborhood. Yeah, the perfect neighborhood. Purple shop in Bovoni. My journey. 
where the landfill is. If I but went get you shout out everybody from Bovoni. It would not work my way. Shout out to Purple Shop. Shout out to Purple Shop. I'm Massive. The whole area, Thomasville, Nara. No? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know father. I didn't know father. My family are from that area. The Monsantos and so forth. Okay. My father had a friend when we were growing up that was on Monsanto. Like when you coming up Rapoon Hill, right before you make that turn by the garbage, if you go up that driveway on the left, the owner house right there. They used to do our ice cream. They used to do Ben and Jerry's ice cream back in the day. Right, delivering. And he used to have like this big yard with like mango trees and papaya trees. And that's the first moon Santa like I ever. crazy? Once you're from the Caribbean, these are conversations you don't have it. Yeah. 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 I know your people, you're from wrong here, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that neighborhood, one of my best friends, his dad was a pastor and they had a church in the middle of the neighborhood. Yeah. They didn't mind us going in and making noise every day. So literally from the time I was, I know myself, I've been either banging on a keyboard, playing bass. In the church? Yeah. Damn, every musician and, that was in, in the church, I end up doing from, sinful music. But kids from the it's neighborhood crazy, that wasn't going to the church. Could I go in there? Could I go in there and make noise with us? Mm. And no supervision. Let's, yo, make all the noise yeah. I want. Oh, that's good though. Y'all that's do dope. this than do anything. Do any so dope shit. That's dope. Shout out to the church. Having that, by the time I got to fourth grade, yeah. I... Pick up saxophone in 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 um, elementary school, but I don't already. That was by choice, or your father was like, or your mother was like, play the saxophone. No, I switched schools just to go to band. I used to go piece. No, I mean like when you the instrument of choice. Nah, it was me. it's crazy. You pick, it? you pick the saxophone. Yeah, I was forced to do the saxophone. Yeah. I wanted and to I, do the trumpet. I was forced to do the trumpet, but and I, I hated. I you wanted to do the sax. I hated the trumpet. I didn't want to be in a band at all. But this is why, right? Sometimes, right? <laughs> when when your parents force you to do something that you don't want to do, shout out my mother. And my mother forced me to be in a band. I didn't want to be in a band at all. Right. And this, they give me the trumpet. I sucked at the trumpet, right? And then every time the teacher would leave, I would go by the, we didn't have a drummer. So mm. I'd go by the drum set and pick up the drumsticks and start ponging down the drums, down the drum set. Right. It was just one single snare drum. And I go in and sick and the whole class dancing, right? Right. The teacher right outside, you know. My mm. dumb ass didn't realize he could hear me punging on the drum set. Right. They had a the time the man come back up. So now they had a lookout. So when the lookout see the, the teacher coming, hey, the teacher coming. So I threw down the drums, the drum six, pick back up like, my drum set. Like right? you mean my trumpet, yeah. So he come in and he said, Hey, who was just playing on the drums? Who was just banging on the drums? Boy, the whole class point straight at me. Kai, let me rat at me. Wow. What, what's but this is what Doba. Doba school is like. Shut sure. up for real. So, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> they say, Kai, right? So I like, damn. I'm not a lot of snitches. I went to Doba. <laughs> <laughs> you just confirm everything. I so bad. And now I know why he take the stand. Hey, let me, let me. <laughs> so, so, that man rat me all right. My teacher, Mr. Jacobs, I'll never forget him. He said, pack up your trumpet. Whenever your band teacher tell you pack up your trumpet, that means you're getting kicked out of the class. Really? Once you get kicked out, kicked out of the class, you got to go to the principal. The principal can call your mother, your mother can come to school the and whole, bust your whole... ass. It's a whole cycle. Yeah. So I'm like, shit. I both get embarrassed. He said, pack up your trumpet. So I started leaving, right? He said, where you going? I said, you tell me, get out of class. I didn't tell you get out of your class. I tell you pack up the trumpet. Go behind that drum set. That's your new instrument. Mm. My boy. I was the happiest person Ever. But that's what you wanted. That's what I wanted. So, I wanted so, to play everything. So I still have to say, like sometimes we would be forced upon a thing, mm. right? And then the people around us would see our talents and be like, yo, that thing that you're forced upon ain't your thing. The right. thing that you want, that you running after, you know what? 
somebody with wisdom and vision and oh, insight would be able to, to say, ticket to, to you know what I mean? Switch. My, my mother didn't it. have that ability. <laughs> I wanted to play the trumpet because it was easy to carry. She decided <laughs> the saxophone, which was big and like sluggish and it was heavy too. to carry. Mm-hmm. My book bag was done already heavy. I quit the band so fast. <laughs> I got done with this I, shit. I actually wanted, <laughs> so I used to go to Peace Corp. What? Yeah, used to go to Peace Corp, started okay. there. And then we went to, um, in fourth, they didn't have a band. So fourth grade, I went to EBO, mm. joined band. My fourth grade year, which is supposed to be the year where you like uh, learn to play the instrument, mm. I ended up in a concert band. Mm. Right. Because I already know music already. It was just right. kind of, this instrument is the one I need to learn. So mm. right. I know where the notes is, we good to go. Good to go. Right, yeah. So at that time, I'm playing saxophone in that band and still playing at, in, in church at the same time. And I, whatever other band I could get into. We had a right. neighborhood band. Car bouncers band. Bouncers? So, so crazy thing. I grew up, when we was growing up, is when we started Bouncers band. Right. It got big after man done. It's still going yeah, on now? Oh, um, that's a new Bouncers band. Same band. Broccoli then? Not Broccoli. Um, Rello and all of them. Okay, okay, okay. Right. So, that started when, from our childhood days living in Purple Shop. Mm-hmm. So, that now every new Wait, year. So, like, I lived in Purple Shop yeah. or like? They still live there. Uh, like in the purple shop? No, it's the area. It's called oh, shop. but I have a purple shop there. Don't be a scout. No, I didn't. I put on a 100%. Don't be a scout. Look, bro, I never had to leave that area for nothing. Pueblo Day, you know Grand Union, Wheelie. Make like, I, please, please. please. This football place of love. It don't, but it go ahead. Place of love. I, I'm going to return so your love later pleasure. on in this interview. I, I just mind you know. of staying in ghettos before, right? Right. And I will say this. Mm. Ghettos, to me, mm. is the best mm. real estate on St. Thomas. You're right. So, hold on. first of all, hold on. Hold on. we're not going to do that. Hold on. Because, you know, we're not leaving. I know you are <laughs> So, not. you ain't going to put nothing out in the are air. Not. Hold on. To, I know you are not. To so, give these people all, time out. It's the most... <laughs> No, you it's not. fight against gentrification. Yeah, <laughs> first of all, it is it's trash area. It's not I, It is a trash area. <laughs> no. No one likes it. No. It's no, the worst place to build. I stayed there and I'm not going to lie. It's the best uh-huh. location. You have everything. Right there. Everything in walkable distance. Yes. That's why I tell people we don't have the best give child. these from, people ideas from kindergarten mm-hmm. all the way up. Yeah, I just want opportunity to live there too. That's all I'm bro, saying. We you know this? That's all I'm saying. I don't care how they do it. You, you, and I hope you've been to Dunu lately. Place. Yeah, that's cool. Like a gun. No, the building. The building at top. Yeah, but the Dunu, you know, gun. Yeah. The Warani Brong, you know, gun. The Ras Valley, you know, is about to go. My boy. So do not be telling anybody that where we are is the best. It is. To make these people come Look, knock our shit down. the best place. <laughs> Even the avenue. Them. I mean, the avenue comes from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you live anywhere in the estate, Thomas, I was into it. No, no, so I was saying, I said, I decided apartment. You was in some small town. Right. great location. They could make stuff over there. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, they could knock that down. Experiment in houses. Yeah, you could knock that down. Poor hotel life, I like it. I don't, and then, I also feel the people that live in there is being cheated. Because across the street have $1.5 million condos. And you're trying to tell me right directly across the street, my thing don't cost the same. Exactly. I'm yeah. just saying somebody being cheated 
I feel the person who to do the estimates, them or the. I mean, it, what I will say thing. is, what I will somebody say is, somebody do something right. But we were, anyway, you know, when the <laughs> when the price goes up more for us to be like the 1.5, then maybe we could discuss when it could create general. So, but, but because they try. But you understand what you're saying? Not, I, know. I understand what you're saying. But you know you're they right. try though. They try to they try. relocate the people from it. Like, right. But, you know, but see, that's the thing. You don't have to relocate them. Mm -hmm. They're going to. You don't have to though. Why? No, no. We don't want them to. And they don't like have to, go, but they will. If you go Billups or, or, or make it a place where other people can enjoy, mm. except for one type of people. I, mean, right. I don't want yeah, to class they, people They're going to price us out, though. That's the people that are not living there, See, we're going to the get is, priced out. It, but the thing, okay, like, for instance, what I've heard was, mm -hmm. like, say, like, Dunu and all these other, matter of fact, the, the solve for the home problem that we have, yeah. rather than making hoods or ghettos or yeah. all these things, they're mm -hmm. trying to make homes mm -hmm. that... Ain't necessarily based on okay. We only gonna put a class of people here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you're gonna live here, you can live next to a teacher or a yeah. police officer yeah. or whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's a. I mean, if, if you rent it, yeah. ain't like you over here buying. If you're yeah. buying, yeah. you buy what you want. Yeah, but renting I, at the same time. But that's because what happens now. So this is why I don't understand about Pearson Garden. Mm -hmm. There's a co-op, mm -hmm. right? So half of it is so public housing rent, and the other half, uh -huh. the rest of us own. That, that's going to get passed on from me to my grandchildren. We could keep going and keep going and keep so, going. So I got questions. So you never could. So, but the people of, who owns can never upgrade those places if they wanted to? You know, we can't upgrade the building. You could upgrade the inside the if you inside, want. Whatever. You could do whatever. So I, I, we, we kind of straight, what I was saying is I grew up in that area. I never had to really leave that area to get anything, food, school, or in that area. Trust me, I know. I was the same way. I was like, right. What? So I didn't. That's I didn't get a chance. I don't see. I, <laughs> we do. And I don't know a lot of places on the island because of that. Mm. So I know mm. about the purple shop. I go in horse race. I could see the purple shop. Right. But the intricacies of how you know the purple shop, I don't know. Right. Like, right. I don't be around there. So, you know so I mean? for, for, for more perspective, right? We went to Shout Amali High School. Right. Mm. We could walk five minutes, get to school. Right. From right. kindergarten, y'all could have gone. Except Lacko. for, for, except for, for When we went to Cancun is when our wall expanded. expanded. Yeah. And we learned exactly. from our other people's stuff. Other than exactly. That, yeah. We had to go to a place. So now, oh, in, that, in that little, within one or two mile radius, right. we had Chinese, KFC, Wendy's, Foot Locker, Foot Action, K-Man, Pueblo, McDonald's. Everything. But on top of that. It's the best. But ain't even that. Look, pizza hut. Wait, on top, of, on top of that, most of the people that are not living there is actually family. It's not like yeah. a scattered group of people that live in there. Yeah. Like we married in or we have children with each other. Like yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it becomes a community. That's yeah, but it, it, it was started it like started, a community. It started a off like that. Like, mm -hmm. but like my grandmother have what, 10 children, 12, and then my mother, mother have 10 children. Mm -hmm. And then this is my cousin. He lived in there. Mm -hmm. all, all of us lived in there. Like, yeah. this is my cousin on my mother's side. It's my cousin on my father's side. And all of us living there. Living here. All of us from Tatola. Right? You understand? So very funny, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was staying in there, yeah, you gonna hear some random noises around like tree in the morning. Yeah, yeah. the tree. Of course, music though is. that might wake you up. You yeah, know? but it was so funny because a morning, right? A man decided to make some noise, busting up fire fireworks or whatever. Right. And a man after directly after they said, a man pick out the window and say. The man, you ain't living here, the man. <laughs> <laughs> and I say to myself, I ain't here saying, you know this man just bust up. Bust up. Yeah. <laughs> and then man cussing this man like, hey boy, your grandmother here sleeping. And, blah, blah. and I'm like, 
Be my guy, be family back. Because that, that's what it is. That's what it's it is. Because as bad as this situation is, because this man don't play about eight shot in the look, air. We <laughs> you gonna get pulled up, but the village gonna raise you. Village gonna like yeah, you're doing some like, dumb fuck right now. Like what are you what doing? Are you, doing? you know yeah, what I mean? I I appreciated the man crossing mm-hmm. the man, right. but at the same time, I'm just like yo. If the man had decided to pam pam pam, but he was the thing. Yeah. That man talked to him that way because he know he could, right? And oh. he gonna be receptive to what it is he said. Right. Oh, I definitely went shouting out the window doing right. that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get, I get. I go pop a shop. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. I, I like the get. actual pop a shop or like around the area. Around the okay. area. Okay. Right. <laughs> so hey, one yeah. <laughs> So we we just touch on a topic, right? And this is a beautiful thing about this podcast. Cause we started on music, and you see how we end up in this gentrification field, right? So that's what that's. I am not trying to gentrify. No, no, no. I feel like he is. I, didn't try. I just like so that area story. What happened was, right, <laughs> the same way how you like that area and we love that area and all that stuff. Yeah, Taven, when they started building on that side, mm. they offered the local government to relocate everyone. All so you know that I ain't for the relocation of the vibe. They wanted I feel like prime real estate. All right, if you're going to upgrade a thing, upgrade a thing, but mm-hmm. these people still should have first right Agreed. to refuse Agreed. refusal. So, or, so the government said, you know, nah, because they know they couldn't say nothing else other than nah. So then you have to even decide, well, you know what? We go um, invest in all these palm trees and the, and the little road. So all the road. To, yeah, to make it real that. nice. So, you know what I mean? To kind of like black out the ghettos kind of type of way. To make it, you know what I mean? Right. Appealing to the tourists. But in all actuality, the same way how we see the value in our home, Mm. Oh yeah, they saw it too. They saw it too. And that's why right. it's very important for us to become financially literate so we can right. figure out ways that to That is a own good fucking segue, Kyle. Home. That was amazing, this is right? Doing, this is what the fuck I do, you know? This is what the fuck I went to. I don't see why you see why we don't have to go to the seminars. Can I go bring Pay it back? Seminars pays I'm the fuck out. Bring it back. He went Miami to a seminar, Atlanta to a seminar. You find you, you brought that segment back. I'm going to bring it back. Great this is job. what I'm telling you. So at the end of the day, Great I don't have to come to the, to the seminar. Thank I'm going to pay for one ticket and I'm going to bring it back to my community. And I'm going to teach everybody. Or I'm going to scream what the fuck I know. Because Great. at the end of the day, I don't want to be in these rooms by myself. Right. When I go in these rooms and it's like these deals being made and I look around and nobody look like me, I feel uncomfortable. It's I very want uncomfortable to leave thing. the fucking room. Right. But I understand the value in these rooms. So instead of leaving the room, I'm going to come here and scream, Red Man, this is what the fuck you got to do. This is what, right. this is what you got to do. And we going in these fucking rooms together. And we here and deal with us. Like, I want to go in a room with you, but not physically. <laughs> pause. Like, that I, was a pause. Yeah. I mean, this is not is what it is. Okay? This is a family-friendly Christian podcast. Okay? Facts. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. So, look. You made a lot of headway in the music game. This is a question I wanted to ask, personally. Can you tell us all the people you worked with, who was your favorite person to work with, out of whether we know them, as a huge celebrity or we don't know them at all as a small independent artist mm. and what is it like being in the rooms creating and advancing so in who I've worked with that's a long yeah um, because then you have the list drop of a like bomb keep drop a songs, bomb yeah <laughs> songs that have came out the songs that haven't came out yeah. you know I mean it's, it's, well that's the ones that came out we know there's I don't want like jinx the ones that haven't came out because I can't I mean, understand. Even it. then, so like, right. I mean, even if the song didn't came out, or the song came out. Like, right. there's even an opportunity. Like my first session that I worked, I would say in like LA. Let me say yeah. LA, in mm. in music business and so forth was a session with Florida and and, and Neil. I Dope. love Florida. That was man. my first session. Dope. I was sick as hell, but yeah. know, like we got through it. 
We had uh, COVID. Huh? COVID? Nah, it was before COVID. Um, That's the thing. Well, it was pretty dope. Um, I worked with, I used to work with Super Dupes for a little yeah. bit. Um, that was pretty dope. I learned a lot working with Dupes. Um, he had invited me. That's how I moved Miami. He had invited me to Miami to work on wherever he was working on. And um, I took a leap of faith, yeah. went over there, and I learned a lot, worked with a lot of people, met, got a lot of connections. So I don't have like a necessary a favorite person to work with, but I have favorite moments mm. or like creating. Give us one. Yeah, like we want pressure yeah, artist. Um, the artist album. Yeah, we have slow motion. Hey, uh, that's all. I want pong and wow. Slow motion was big. Me and light was big. Go man cry. Go man cry was big too. Was slow motion. So that album was one of my favorite. What, moments. what made it? What made it? Chill? Like what about um, it was different? So I was just telling you a while ago. I don't like yeah. Atlanta. So right. when I come to Atlanta. I only well, come to Atlanta to work. Sorry. Right. I mean, well, right. Demos, like, yeah, they're not going to see this I in like Atlanta. Rap. I hope. Huh? No, go ahead. I just don't like Bob. Right. Yeah, Period. Yeah. I'd rather be home. Bob is America. America like, no. I'd rather be short for, for Babylon. 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 Okay. Not so, Babylon in Syria, but we refer to the states as Babylon. You know, it's just a system itself. Yeah, the Babylon it's system. Babylon system. Yeah. So here perpetuates so short, we that We everything. We call it Bob. So we call it Bob. Yeah. Okay. So, Not Mali, but Babylon. Babylon. Okay. So me, I'm anybody that knows you're me personally, is, is... know personally, Delhi, don't care to be in the States. Mm. Right. I will be on an island or outside of the country in a heartbeat. Right. But when I do come here and I know what I need to come here for, I'm super focused. I come right. here to work. That's all I come here to do. I ain't come here to go to the club. Me come here to do nothing else. Well, go to work and do what I got to do so I could go back home. Mm-hmm. So with not, you know, caring for hair. When I'm here and I lock in, I locked in with Pressure at that time. Couple of things happened on that album. Mm. First record that Pressure didn't write, yeah. that he performed, um, Grown Man Cry. Tehran wrote that record. Oh. And that's a crazy story in itself in convincing Pressure to, to do this that's record. A, that he didn't write. Sell it uh. to him because once again, he never let nobody write that record for him. So Yeah. Because that's news here. We didn't know that Pressure. Yeah, I had to sell yeah. it. I had to sell it. Yeah. Sell it. Like a lot of my like I, yo, I get a sign, you know. Um, I know you how you feel about, you know, not writing something. I promise you it's a really good song. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, damn, man, you know. And tell me how long he into his career. And uh-huh. He don't do this, blah. I said, but okay, let me play the song. Play the song. And he was like, at least it's my boy. My yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Run, that's my boy. You can you know, process that one. You can yeah. process that one. Yeah. So right. He did that record, slow motion. That record, the beat already was just fire. Yeah, beat is I, fire. I don't yeah. even know what Yeah, slow motion is crazy. I don't know what you are. You were doing mushrooms? Like, you ever do? Like, you never do? What the other thing? I really tried mushrooms. Kind of, but I haven't got into yeah. it. <laughs> i tell you about my mushroom story. But, um, right. Nah, but. Are you How you try mushroom, but they didn't try it? Like, what you nibble like? I had a chocolate bar. I ain't had like the shrooms. Oh, okay. So it's a different. So that wasn't a mushroom. You had a chocolate bar. I have the shrooms though. Oh, they had the okay, so you yeah, never like, like eat, eat the shit. Like shrooms. if you go to LA and you buy the, the bar, you can buy yeah, like, I don't travel bar. much, but I I remember taking a word for it. I am celebrity status set. I still local here in Atlanta. Yeah, good shrooms <laughs> home, I've heard. But <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you did allegedly. Okay, cool. Nah, but what overall, is your plug? working with working with <laughs> Oh, you work, didn't go to Doba. 
He went to peace corps. <laughs> yeah, he ain't know he ain't gonna tell on anybody. <laughs> but yeah, overall, just pressure. That moment of creating those records was amazing. Like, yeah, was working in Atlanta. He was coming to the studio every day, and then just figuring out. And then times, I live in Buckhead, but I probably spend twenty hours at the studio. Yeah, go home, shower, come right back, get in, and so that came out of that. Another favorite moment that I had was when we did, we was on tour with Maroon 5. And that's big, man. That's big. That's Maroon 5. I worked for Rock City for a year. Yeah. And Tehran didn't know I make beats. And you were their DJ. DJ. I was traveling on the wall with these, man. But I would go to the studio sometime with them. I'd just be there, uh, fly on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what's going on, see how sessions are run, meet people, you know, build relationships and all that. But nobody except Timo know that I produce. Right. Okay. So, when we were going on tour, this time we was going on a tour bus, I decided we're going to be on a bus for a month. I come in with all my equipment. So I get speakers, mic, stand out. And Tyrone is like, you the make beats? I was like, yeah. And he's like, so you been here working for us for all this time and you never say you the make beats? I was like, yeah. That's so dope. That worked in your favor. And I'm sure because yeah. most people going to announce what they could do any chance they could get. Any chance they could get. Right? And, and the crazy thing is, out of everything that I've ever wanted to do musically, producing was a, like my most one, the closest thing to my heart. Mm-hmm. And I've excelled in every other part of music faster than I did in producing. I, you know what I think? You know what's crazy? You can't ask your baby and you protect it so much that point it out there that, hey, I produce and having somebody say, uh, you are right. I kind of feel like maybe that could have been the hesitancy to announce it as much? What you, what's your thoughts on that? Not necessarily that. I'm also, um, I kind of learned how to be intentional. And early in my career, when like, for instance, when I moved back to St. Thomas, I started over from scratch. I, nobody knew who I was as a DJ. I was, I had leaves St. Thomas in 10th grade, yeah. go 11th grade in the States. So I started over from scratch. Mm-hmm. And what that taught me when I, I couldn't get a gig on St. Thomas, DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, I one or two here, but not to continue to be sustainable. Yeah. Right. So what I did was like, okay, cool. These money ain't gonna hire me. I gonna ha- start have to hire people. Mm-hmm. So I gonna start throwing parties. Mm. So I start uh, having knowing how to do it in the states, and so okay, that's why I started DJing. Right. I say, all right, cool. I'm bring our style of marketing and and do parties home, mm-hmm. and just you know add a little something here, make my party a little different, and then on the flyer. If you know Avi was big at the time, I'm big just like Avi on the next side. Because right. I'm I'm doing the hiring now. Yes. Right. But so I did that for a while. And what that helped me do is throw parties and again that segment where right. I know I can glance over that. But so you wasn't over it. but you would you didn't get you wasn't getting hired. No, mm-hmm. I wasn't getting I couldn't. So you decided to do the hiring. Yeah, because at the same time a lot of the promotions. That was a Boca moment, Kai. That was a what? A Boca comedy moment. Okay. You didn't get hired. But you decided to do the higher rate. <laughs> Shout out to Boca. But that's Shut dope, though. Yeah, because that's what dope. happened. It is dope. a lot of people would sit on and complain, oh, nobody trying to hire me. And then you're right. right. I'm not that Proactive. Person. That's what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Like, I'm going to always put myself in a... And it taught me a lesson. It was like, okay, cool. I've seen people all the time. They be, hey, Debbie, blah, blah, blah. But wouldn't come. Yeah. Wouldn't hire. Oh, they feel like I'm not worth this or whatever right. it is. Or I'm the type of person I'm like, yo, I started DJing off of, I wanted to be a producer. But I don't want to go work a regular job because I'm going to take up too much, too much time, time so I yeah. can't produce. Yeah. So, you know what I want? Let me go DJ. I had friends that were DJing. I told them, hey, I got to play Ollie. 
let me play the early set and I could come in for like 12, one o'clock when people are actually showing up. Right. They're like, all right, cool. We ain't got to be to the club for nine to 10, nine to 12 or whatever. Mm-hmm. They give it to me. I ain't getting paid at first. I really don't even know what the fuck I doing. Yeah. But I get to practice on a real system mm-hmm. in a nightclub. Mm-hmm. I used to DJ for the bartenders, technically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they'll tell me, yo, you should play this. Blah, blah. They're keeping me up on Wahat. I collect the music. Yeah. I learn in. Mm-hmm. I know what it's supposed to sound mm-hmm. like in a club or whatever. So I did that until after a while, I played the whole night. Yeah. I think you had to speak about that in one of your lives too, like about being proactive yeah. and like going after it. Going after it. You, you know have what to. I mean? Because at the end of the day, nobody going to give it to you. Yeah, he basically did it. Did it. He created yeah, you it himself. To. And that's um, it day. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you sit around waiting for somebody to come hire you and come hire you and nobody hiring, what are we going to do? Right. We're going to sit down and balling and jobs. We're going to sit down and say, oh, ain't got no jobs, nobody hiring me. This man just tell you how he just went and create a job for him. He employed himself mm. and employed others while employing himself. He, right. had, he hired up, hired man bigger than him yeah. and put himself alongside them people. So guess what? Weezy calls now. That was and smart. Man, that was genius. That was genius, that was genius bro. That's Clap to yourself. literally how... I definitely would ask you, like, bro, I'm on your face as big as me, and I fly out there, Like, what you doing? You ain't gonna say, you're not gonna take the gig? Yeah. Oh, you ain't gonna take the gig. My face is gonna be just as big as me. You're getting paid at the time I was trying to do it consistent. So mm-hmm. I'm like, where certain people just join a party once a month mm-hmm. or every other month, I try and have a party every weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I keep it consistent and so forth. And then even from there... You still enjoy joint parties though? Because I know now... I like to see party. parties. I don't get to do it as much month, because, right. you know, it's a lot... That goes into it. To go in it. Me, I don't want to talk to Kyle. Like, I would rather open my own venue yeah. and then get into the party joint. Because yeah. just with me, I like to curate parties. You got to set up a venue. Yeah. A lot of... Let me say this right. I think a lot of venue owners mm-hmm. on the island are not into that business. Right. So they don't understand entertainment. To create the vibe, the ambience. Yeah. The vibe, or even just, I mean, really and truly clubs, a lot of time clubs at the moment is young people's game. You know right, what I mean? Right, so facts. you have to change with them. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people see the money in it yeah. and see how fast you could flip some dollars or whatever yeah. you could do with the money, but they don't, on it. like, let me say it this way. Mm-hmm. A lot of the owners, I wouldn't party with them if they didn't own a nightclub. Yeah. Right. So, to me, it's like, we ain't even cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And it's not no bash at them or anything. Yeah, right, no, no, no. You understand. You if, understand. If I go into a party, I want to party with people who want don't party. Bad. So yeah, I right. feel like even in throwing a party, you, you know, all of that thing, you have to create the vibe, the people who comes to your party, all mm-hmm. of that stuff matters. So I do love throwing parties. I just hope at, at some point I could get into the right venue to do that. Um, but yeah, that's how I went on my journey. I literally... Hired people, put my face next to it, and then kept going from there. And then I started dropping music. First person I ever dropped a record with back home was B Royal. Um, I started working with him. Brandon Vala. Brandon Vala. Okay. We went cool. to school together. We were band cool. together and everything. Right. You know, he sings really. Yeah, amazing Brandon could sing. He's an amazing, amazing singer. Sing. Yeah. Ah, Shout out Brandon Royal. Amazing yeah. singer, by yeah. the way. And so we started working together. I remember when I put my first record with him. Mm. Yeah, it was all right. It, it really didn't go nowhere. Until I met a girl like four years later, I was like, yo, this was one of my favorite songs. I was like, what? You right? You listen you to like the one person I listen to. <laughs> yeah. But it just kept putting out music. Then um, I put out with um, Brandon. Um, it picked up a little speed, but it didn't go nowhere. But then it got me to understand 
what infrastructure we had in the Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. So how radio works there, how press works there, how basically I have my, my mind always thinks like a record label, but okay, take it on a s- small scale. Right. You have press. Now yeah. the great thing about the Virgin Islands, you go knock on a radio station, radio station yeah, though, and get an interview or get your song on the radio. Right. Right? You know what I mean? And the royalty right, situation right, yeah. working on that. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you idea. could get your music out. Yeah, right. You could go to you could call one of the the editors in the newspaper yeah, and yeah. get an article. Right, done. done. You know, right. so learning that, learning how um, you know, even radio commercials. Wally Cat, I ended up recording him one day. Okay, and when I recorded him, it was for a commercial for Choice Wireless. Mm, yeah, look how crazy all of this goes together. At the time, I've never done a radio commercial before. I saw you had on the VA shoes and I come wash right? What's that? So we gained it. Yeah, okay, go, go, So go, now, go. Ne- at this point, I've never done a radio commercial. Wally had Hold You. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Choice wanted like a remix done for the for the thing. Wally came. The remix to, had a remix? It was like a remix done for Choice Wireless. So yeah, like right. a commercial, yeah, right? Yeah. So now, we, he comes to us to record it. I was working with Ricky, some of my dog, Ricky. And then... When he did that to turn it in, I went to turn it into the lady. The lady was like, hey, do you do radio commercials? As a person, no one ever said no. no. So I'm like, yeah, I don't do radio commercials. <laughs> I don't know the first thing. Think I'm already. radio commercials. But we about to learn it, eh? But guess what? We don't get a thing done. Yeah. So now, I'm not getting a job. She happy, I'm getting a job. She happy she don't have to go yeah. to the States or yeah. anywhere else, else to find somebody to do this. And um, I want to say shout out to Terry Brown. This, this, I don't even know Terry Brown. Mm. I introduced you to Terry Brown. Yeah, Amazing you. lady. Um, oh. She owns a company called MLB Creative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stereo used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, now yeah. a marketing company. I think I hear about yeah, MLB guys. Creative. And all. Yeah, yeah amazing I, lady. I came up Mentor. With, and not only that, just how she helped. Let me go on with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put it this way. So met this lady in the Wally thing. She's like, hey, I need somebody to do commercials for my company. You know, if, if you will help me out. I said, all right, cool. No problem. That's whatever you get from me, shoot it this way, blah, blah. So I learned how to do commercials technique from her because she kind of taught me how to read the scripts mm. and how to put uh, character emotion in your voice. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't necessarily need to scream to sound like excited. You can be like, hey, guys, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, how to do that with your vocals. So doing that for her end up getting a whole endorsement deal with Choice Wireless. Okay. That's when you had the, the shades, shades for them in that commercial. And yeah. that commercial was on every theater, yeah. every movie that played in, in yeah, St. Thomas, Thomas and Croy, yeah. any movie that played in there, mm-hmm. it played before it. Yeah. So now I learned marketing again. Now. Mm-hmm. I learned how endorsement could actually work mm-hmm. for you. Can I add to that real uh-huh. quick? I ain't going to say long. Mm-hmm. So I started um, a sunglasses line in 2014 called Culture sunglasses yeah and it was a um at the time it was virgin Islands inspired right the first pair of shades i sell when i announced the, the shades and i dropped the picture the first person i come here and say my boy i want one what's the price not how much you're gonna give to me for mm-hmm. what is the price i call my price and he say i want one i pulling up was this man here mm-hmm. remember it Delhi, you and 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 keg but the first two pairs of VI shades I sell. That's dope. And the story that he just told about his ad being in every right. theater in the Virgin Islands, he was rocking my shades. He didn't have to do that. You know? What I'm saying is once you put out a product that's quality, because I'm sure the quality of my shades, me and Delhi didn't have a, a, a relationship then right. to say, hey, I go support my boy Kai. Right, right. You check? So the quality of the product is what made Delhi Simpson. I like these things. And I and it was different wear them. too. 
Ain't nobody else should like shade shade companies. You know right, what I mean? Like, exactly. so you bringing that out. At the time, I was in a shades man, but I'm like, yo, that's dope. I about to do this commercial too coming up there. I don't already, you know, start mm-hmm. planning it. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I would want to put VI stuff in it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And for what you had, I'm like, yo, this is great accessory. I probably would have wear shades in the commercial anyway. anyway. Why not right. wear somebody? Right. And right. then from there, today we sitting down doing a podcast. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I, that's one thing I always believe in. Mm-hmm. Like, as a creator, I made t-shirts, I've done music, I've thrown parties. So I kind of understand that market of things. Right. So I always try to support or give her up or advice or whatever I could help yeah. to somebody who have a creative idea trying to get it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I might not do it for you, yeah. right? but I will assist in where mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Right. So that's one thing with me in yeah. that situation. So we got to the yeah. endorsement deal with Choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy hmm. how that came about. Once again, shout out to Terry. And then while doing that, I get a job with our city. Right. Now we get a job with our city. We're doing the tour. Everything is just clicking at the time. You right. know what I mean? And then the music thing is where 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 we start doing the music. Now, when we on a tour bus, the first records I did with Tehran is Fetch You, Nobody Ready, oh, all man. those records. Yeah, you, I'll be so it turned into, yeah, I didn't work for a year with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, as as in the producing thing, yeah. but when we did work, we created something that is legacy. In, right. You know what I mean? Like we created some. We did yeah. it on the first half of that tour, yeah. and we were performing it on stage on the second half of that. Wow. tour. Right. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. That's yeah. Cool. We went to a place called Solomon Islands out yeah. in the Pacific. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Bro, it's five thousand people inside. Probably about. 10,000, 15,000 people outside the right. show. We thought it's only locked away, they know. Yeah. First of all, they knew just about every song. But when yeah. Fetch You came on. Oh, God. Yeah. I remember that video. And it's crazy because Fetch You was only on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Right. It was not on, no, it was not on nothing else. Yeah. It was only on YouTube. Yeah. And the reaction and how they went off for it and everything is like, yo, for this being one of my first like, yeah. records I did yeah. with like, somebody, what I call big, right. this is wild. wild yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it just, that was where it just took off. And I, I fell back in love with making music. And I was just like, all right, we're going to figure how we could get it. So I just navigate. I'm going to keep working. I look at it like every song, just point out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just work on it or point out. You yeah. know, um, yeah. you get better every yeah. time. You learn something every yeah. time. And it don't cost me personally yeah. Yeah. my ideas or the thing to do. Now, the plugins and everything cost yeah. money. Yeah. But right. Me to make music, right. or make a song, or yeah. come up with something that literally just pop us. It just right. comes. Yeah. I don't know how it comes. I thank yeah. God for it every yeah. day. Yeah. And while it's here, yeah. I go just do it every I day. You know? And like you say, don't cast mm. Caribbean currency. We always say our currency ain't just money. Right. So to you now is like this ain't casting me nothing because this is my passion. Yeah. Check. So I gonna put it out anyway, and if it go, right. it go. Yeah. And then look. So speaking about like. Caribbean currency. This is our podcast, right? We we see currency in different ways. Currency could be love. Currency could be monetarily. It could be friendship, relationships. All of that to me is considered currency. Like I have currency with you. We have a relationship. I feel like I could pick up the phone and yeah, answer more than most people in the world. Might not be the, you know what I mean? But I know right. I have some currency with you. Like we have a relationship that monetary, it could become monetarily, whatever avenue we choose to use a relationship but the podcast is focused on financial literacy. When you get your first big break and you get a first big check, do you feel like 
what you know now from a financial literate space, you had to go through that process again, a first big break, doing it the way you... I feel, yeah. And you had to go through that to, oh, yeah. to learn. I feel like... I feel, I'll say this here. My first big break, I'm glad it came when it came. <laughs> right. I'm glad the second one came when, when it came. came. Right. I'm glad everything happened when it came. Right. Because I know, like, I don't always tell myself this here. I always think of my future right. versus my now. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been through it all. I probably mm -hmm. have every job. I done slept in my car. I done, when it comes to sacrifice, I know what the meaning of sacrifice means. Yeah. So, when I say I say that to say like when it comes down to I want to say the right words in yeah the, in the sacrifice given it's like for me I I know what's going to happen right you know I know what my future going to be yeah I'm not going to sit there and be like oh well, I don't know if this thing will happen no, I know what my future going to be mm -hmm. I know at some point in time my labor of all the work that I put in where I going to be at mm -hmm. you know what I mean so no. If I came back there, I'd have definitely. You'd have fumbled yeah, the bag. Right. Matter of fact, the fumble, I fumbled enough of those bags. Back, like, no way it's like. Right. Even my interest in things, like right. my interest is thing in things like I'm not an excessive person. Mm. I kind of know who I am. I know what I want. I know mm. what I actually like. I yeah. know what I don't like. Yeah. There's a lot of purchases that I wouldn't make that somebody would be like, why would you? Why should, and I'd yeah. be like, Nah, it's yeah. not my thing. You know, it just ain't me. I've mm -hmm. learned who I am. I, I've learned how to accept who I am too. So, like for instance, right. I don't own no jewelry, man, boy. Right. If I had to go buy a wedding ring for somebody, that money is going to definitely going to get all the money out of my pocket <laughs> because I don't know none. Mm. Right. I don't know how much it's supposed to cost. Yeah. Right. What? Like, that ain't, yeah. it just mm. never, I wasn't raised yeah. in that way. Yeah. So up to now, I just ain't that person. I'm right. a very, very simple person. I'm yeah. being so simple. Even sometimes it kind of, in my industry, looks at weird because everybody expects you to be a certain type of way, a certain yeah. type of way, or dress a certain type yeah, of way, yeah, or yeah. like to spend a certain way, type yeah. of way, or be in certain yeah. places. And I'm like, you only like to be like, are you trying to get somewhere? Yeah. Right. I know all them people. Me yeah. trying to be over there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and coming back to, Working with like working with Toronto for a year and not saying that I do beats. Mm. Another example. Uh I went to Africa with Toron. Um yeah, invited me out of him and Ray. Shout out to Ray. And end up meeting Tricky Stewart mm -hmm. on that trip, working with this artist out there in South Africa. And met up with uh Tricky Stewart. Me and Toron did like six songs the first day. You know, if you ever seen Toron right, oh man, it's, it's amazing though, and it's fast. And Toronto, it just makes sense. Like just gifted. Yeah. Just gifted. Like that, that ain't there's talent and then there's gift. So wow. there's gift. So it's crazy. Did like six songs first day, blah blah, all that stuff. So then there's a guy there I meet. I'm cool with. You know what I mean? Like build a friendship. We hang out. All of this stuff. Blah blah. And then the last day, I find out this person is the head of Epic Records. Wow. Ezekiel uh, Lewis. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like. I've kind of never been the person where I you lead with my talent. Yes. You know what I mean? I lead with me. Yeah. And then people usually say, oh, you do this too? Yeah, yeah. Why you never said you do yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I never really lead with my talent per se. Yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody doesn't found me by my talent, that's a different situation. Mm -hmm. But to say, hey, I'm Delhi, I do music. Yeah, nah, I'm, yeah. Nah, I'm, hey, I'm Delhi. Hey, you know, one of, one of the things that I'm like, like I, I always respect you as like a musician. And like all the work you do with like pressure and just coming up in the ranks and 
just having like, you know, you have one of them relationships where like we all our circles overlap. It's kind of the relationship I had with you before, but what made me admire you the most, bro? Like as a father, you know what I mean? I love being a dad. I ain't the perfect dad in the world. I made many mistakes. I, me and my children have like, I feel like if not one of the tightest bonds you could have with a kid. And um, I just enjoy being a parent. My father was always around, even if it wasn't like the best capacity. You know what I mean? How you handle yourself during the most excruciating time of your life as a father, watching you deal with it with like such grace and patience and poise and not getting caught up in the whirlwind and staying balanced, standing firm, keeping your son's legacy alive. Bro, like, you know how you like get moved from like Michael Jordan and Tom Brady and like them type of people that if you're into sports for me or like, damn, bro, like this dude has like exactly what we would want to be if we ever have to face this situation that we don't never ever want, want to, to face, face you know what I mean? So when the time come, man, I just feel like it was our duty to pour out so much love to you and like wrap our arms around you virtually and show you the kind of support we did because we come from a place where our fathers ain't too much prevalent, you know what I mean? And their emotions are really shown and we are, we stigmatized to a certain degree and not wrongfully so neither. It's not like we don't dissolve the stigma. You know what I mean? Like we just do like men in the Virgin Islands do bullshit. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So we know that, but bro, to like see you do that, man, that's when my respect level went like through the roof. Like, I don't give a shit why I tell me about Delhi right about now. Yeah, I mean, he robbed the bank. Okay, cool. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? good reason. Like, yeah, I, like <laughs> what he done do already, mm -hmm. like I can't erase that. Eh? Yeah. And you do it in the, you do it on the biggest platform in front of our world, our yeah. world. Like you handle that with such grace. Even when you could have, you had the right to be like a dickhead, you wasn't. I applaud you for that, bro. I just wanted to tell you to you off. I never get to like show you that vibe. Likewise. Like, bro, like, I aspire to be that level-headed, mm -hmm. calm, resilient, mm -hmm. and like just, and, and then to bounce back yeah. and still go to work mm -hmm. and like make, and continue making it happen. Mm. That shit is like superhuman to yeah. me, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to tell you, like, I appreciate you, bro. Like, mm -hmm. I really appreciate the person you displayed yourself to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Despite every, everybody, look, man, like, People get shit to say about me, man. Good or bad. So everybody I mean, gets something to say life. about somebody, mm -hmm. you know? So People going to talk. I think when it comes to like, even that point in time in my life, I used to ask God a lot of times, right? <laughs> For mm. patience. Right. Right. For patience. White and, knuckles, uh, right? Huh? White knuckles, like clasping your hand real tight. Say, like. You get certain things to ask God for, you got you to really be careful, right. you know, because... Sometimes to learn certain things, you, you got to go through certain things. Right. But it's crazy. That whole situation, this whole right. moment. So, so right. in being Jewish, you have, I remember one time I was in the hospital. I'm taking a, a story back. Right. I was in the hospital one time because I woke up one morning and literally couldn't get out of bed. Like I right. literally could not move to get out of bed. I, my right. upper body couldn't move, but right. I literally couldn't walk to get out of bed. Right. And I'm um, going to the hospital 
wear this thing. This is the first time I've ever been to a hospital where the emergency room did not have anybody in it. Right. I ended up going to the back. When I got to the back, the doctor came in because there was nobody behind there. And he said, what's going on? And I passed up. Mm. Right. End up, I had a bleeding ulcer. They had to go down to my throat and, and fix yeah, it. This is close. Right. This is when I was like, I think I was 23, 24 at the time. And when that happened, it was um, a situation where the, I remember the doctor came to me on the side, outside of my, like my mom being there. He was like, oh, you're 24. You're not supposed to be having ulcer. I don't know what you're stressing about or what's going on, but whatever it is, you know, get your life right, blah, blah. So now I said that to say, I remember my rabbi at the time, he was telling me that sometimes in life, we think it's the devil punishing us, but sometimes it's God punishing us because we have a lot of eye or, you know, uh, uh, egos. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're not working, walking necessarily in our purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes we might have people around us or we're doing things or whatever it may be that's not aligning with our okay. purpose. Yeah. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, I remember him telling me that. And then now when this came around now, I'm like, yo, what the hell, man? Like, right. <laughs> he, why is life, like every part of life? Because even before my son, I, I lost my dad. I lost mm-hmm. my brother. I lost my grandmother. Like all yeah, right after about, each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Blues. So then just all of this happening. I'm like, yo, what the hell? Like, why am I, why doing wrong? Or mm-hmm. what's going wrong? Yeah. Or like, you just want to know. And then not only that being anybody that has to deal with a hospital issue or a sickness or anything of that nature, nobody goes to the hospital for fun. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no fun having at a hospital. You know what I yeah. mean? So now this is where your faith gets tested. Yes. Mm-hmm. You believe in man, you believe in science, you believe in God. What do you believe in right yeah. now? Because guess what? <laughs> we don't mm. know which one what. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm. growing up, there's a Bible verse I always used to say. Like, you know, if you grew up in church, they say, say a Bible verse. Some people say, John, uh, you probably parents <laughs> approach. Boy. <laughs> but grandma, what I stressing right now, Sony. <laughs> she watching this like you. So, you know, like people come with their Bible verse. Some people have uh what is uh John eleven thirty five? That's Jesus wept. That's the shortest Guy, verse in the Bible. Reference. Uh, Jesus wept. I know. Jesus wept. Okay. That's the shortest verse in the Bible. Um, Put this in my notes. Well, you know, <laughs> I always used to say uh, Hebrews eleven one. So mm-hmm. that's uh, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm. Technically, the definition of faith. That was like my go-to. You tell me, say yeah. one. That's the one I gonna say. Right. It's the one I know. That's the one I gonna say. At the time, I didn't really understand mm-hmm. it. Though. So I learned this as a kid. Now, later on in life, I'm going through the craziest part of my life mm. where I'm like, yo, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. Yeah. Mine is crazy. I'm in depression mode. Music, I don't forget about that. I don't know. Like, I'm in the midst of the war with me. Like, I don't know what to do, who to talk to, who to trust, mm. everything. And I hit a moment of clarity and I understand what the worst fate really have meant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I cannot fix none of this. Going yeah. around here. None of it. Mm-hmm. it I, I was trying. Yeah. I couldn't be in control. And that's what the most frustrating part about it is not being able to be in control. I can I, yes, I want you healed, but I can't fix it. I yeah. can't do that. So now I have to depend on, okay, where do I going to put my faith? I put my faith in God, put my faith in, in what I've always, you know, believed in and so forth. And hit that moment of clarity where it was like, damn, nothing ain't bothering me no more. And it's not necessarily a numb feeling, but I get to experience all my emotions, take it all in, and then just take it, okay. You left it at the altar. Yeah. Yeah, you heard that in church one time. I remember that. (laughs) 
Like, Leave it at the altar. And that's what it came out to be. So it's like, okay, this is how you react to this situation, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I could see that. And it at this point, it don't even bother me. Or this is how this is going on in this situation. It's not even bother me anymore. All I could do is my part. Control what you could control. Control what I could control. Do my mm-hmm. part. And that's it. You know what I mean? So from there, it became a thing where even understanding came into play and understanding that, yo, everybody don't react the same. Yeah. Everybody don't see things the same. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, take things and just react a certain way. So I wouldn't even speak on certain situations, mm-hmm, you right. know, because for me, it's like, I have too much respect for you yeah. for to even go there. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some people will say in, in certain situations, why I didn't respond to right. things like my, my, um, Baby, my child's mom was saying. Yeah. For me, I'm like, yo, my child ain't never gonna grow up and see me or arguing on online. Online, yeah. Never. Right. Yeah. Not off. Not I'm arguing not, with me. You ain't playing no part. In yeah. It. I'm not playing no part. You know. Um. Couple things with that. I just don't feel like it's a place for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And certain things you might we might be arguing now, and then five years later, two years later, two months later, we're not arguing again. But I still that there still forever. lives. Yeah. yeah I, still mean, oh, that's, I don't damn. think. That's cool for a kid or anybody to see. Right. You know? Um, so that's a respect issue of, of one mm-hmm. thing for my kid and for her, you know. You that's how you express yourself. That's how you express yourself. Mm-hmm. But you can't turn into somebody that you don't like, and then you're that person. Yeah, you, you can't hate with that. something yeah. and then turn into yeah, it and, and then become that. Become that. Exactly. And then, you know, so you gotta let people express how they feel and so forth. Um, and that's why I learned out of it. It's just right. like, yeah. okay, cool. Like a I take it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I don't I, hate you. It don't change my right. thing yeah. of me. Yeah. No. I appreciate you just even being able to touch on a topic. And I don't ever want to leave on a note. You <laughs> know, I don't want to end on a note right there. You know what I mean? But I really want to kind of like just take us home. What I excited about is this Chris Brown and Sierra. Number one, because uh. we're going to keep saying that. <laughs> and then also what's next for Delhi? Um... So the Chris Brown Sierra the record, I mean, I don't shout out to Tehran by right. the way um, for the opportunity to even be part of to yeah. be the opportunity to send something in, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And then become a part of become a part of the project. Shout out to Tehran. I was he don't give the assist, yeah. right? What you do with it is up to you. You do with it, that's on you. Mm-hmm. But right. you know, thanks for the assist, and I I really appreciate that. Um, you just seeing my talent or even taking a chance, you know what I mean? Like yeah. You didn't have to. So that's that with that. Um, it, We did that record. Chris Brown wasn't, you know, at first it wasn't, it was supposed to be like a Doja Cat or somebody yeah. else. Chris heard the record. Chris loved it. Mm-hmm. It ended up being a lead single out of the project and it's doing great. I but love, it's a great way of being like, like number one and no, the top number one and four. Number one and like that bro, that I chart, love Chris. 35 on another chart, number three on another one, and then like it's number nine crazy, on another one. Man. So it's like insane. Crazy. And this song ain't been, ain't been out a whole month yet. So yeah. it's like, what? Mm-hmm. And then that's yeah, you, bro. So that's that's a great feeling to so accomplish or a notch to have in the in yes. the, in the um, Yeah, dope, man. Crazy man. So now it's just to replicate, copy and how do you say copy and and, and print? Copy and paste. Copy and paste. You just Mm -hmm. keep doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. but I would want I just say this all the time. Like, I always reach out to a lot of producers home and so forth, right? And um for me, because this record, I did this record with a a guy man in Africa Mm -hmm. and my friend Casey from Trinidad. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's like projects like these. 
whenever I have opportunities like this, I'm not saying everyone turns out. I always like try to hit up people. Hey, yo, I got this here going on. Send me some beats, blah, blah, blah. Send an idea, whatever, whatever. I could send it in. At least if it get picked, we could finish it later. Yeah, right. But, you know, we get done. And sometimes people just too lazy or mm-hmm. not they consistent. They, they send a they, patch now and yeah. this one didn't work out. So they don't see it. They don't see it. They don't see the path. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, so yeah. when they can't see the end, how they want to see the end, they don't pursue it. Yeah. I mean, like this game is. Look, in a music game, man, you're going to shoot a hundred times and make one. Yeah. Right. That's, you know what I mean? Until you get to a point that, and sometimes it ain't even that your songs ain't good. Mm-hmm. It just ain't landing in the right place. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get in the right place. Mm-hmm. And then some of them same songs, you bring them back and they land in. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's one of those games when you're going to take a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to make all of them. You know what yeah. I mean? So people don't see that. And the sacrifice you got to do in, I think anything crosses the board. Mm. You know, anything you're going to get into, you're going to take sacrifice. No. Yeah. Sometimes how far it is, it's how much yeah. sacrifice you're going to take. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, we were talking in the car. In the I car. was telling them, yeah. like, a lot of times people make excuses, right? And I could take every one of my times while it was a hard time that now when I look back, when I see, oh, I got number one, and I think back like, yo, man, there's a time. This year, I was in L.A. Broke. Mm-hmm. Broke, broke, broke. When I say broke, I'm like, yo, I don't know why I'm sleeping tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Type broke. Mm-hmm. And I ain't LA um, working on trying to get some placement. Mm-hmm. I'm out there for a week. And what happened was um, the first hotel I, I had signed into, when they ran my car, they ran it like, they, yeah. damn it, they took everything out. Mm. And then, but you, to get money back from a hotel, it takes like three, Dude, four yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like stuck. Yeah. So all this going on, blah, 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 all this. And I'm like, yo, Lord, I don't know what. I could go home right now. Bring, ASCAP come through. Check come through. Hey. I get to stay again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had times in LA. I've slept in the studio. Yeah. I figure it out in the morning yeah, or right. whatever it may be. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of those times, I could have quit then and be yeah, like, right. yeah, I know what? This I go in school yeah. to do something because I can't be out here sleeping on the yeah. street. <laughs> right. Or I go in and go do this here because mm-hmm. I can't do this. You know what I mean? Like, some people don't understand, like, even though you might present yourself and people may think you on a certain level or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you sacrificing to get to where you want True. To and that's why it's important to chase passion and not dollars. Because at the end of the day, when we chasing dollars and we chasing this thing because of the dollar and the dollar don't come from it, we're going to quit. We're going to quit. And we're going to go to the next thing right. thinking that that's going to give us a dollar. Right. Like, if you want to get into music, if it's about money, yeah, I can't work with it. Yeah. One last question. This is our most famous question. You got a wild question. You give me hand no. I get you hand no. You ain't drinking no rum. We ain't all night. You know what I mean? I wish we could. But you want to ask a question? Yeah, yeah, I'll ask a question. So on the Caribbean Currency Podcast, right? Mm -hmm. We, currency could be anything. Currency could be money. It could be knowledge. It could be love. It could be relationships. It could be anything. We like to ask our guests, what's your favorite or most valuable form of currency? Like, what's most important to you when you think of currency? Love. Love. Yeah. Love, love trumps it up. Love trumps it up. And everything. Um, love, because even music, you have to have the love for music or creating music to deal with the music business. Right. right. To deal with the admin side of the music business, you have to have the love for music to deal yeah. with. Right. Because creating music is easy. Mm-hmm. If it was all about just creating music, just me with a lot more stars. Yeah. What people can't suffice to get past is yeah. the admin side. Yeah. Mm. 
And that's where even like for me, when I reach out to a younger producer that's home or something, I'm like, maybe you might not have what it takes to go in these rooms and argue with these execs or mm. take the sacrifice mm. to go LA. I don't know how where you're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. At. You might not have that, but you have the talent. Yeah. And okay, I'm willing to sacrifice this. Yeah. I'm willing to do this. Guess what? I could make the beat myself. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You got a beat here. While I'm here in this room, mm-hmm. even though I didn't sleep in a, in a bed last night, yeah. I'm willing to take your music. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the crazy thing on the other side of it, some people might still take that as, oh, you know what I mean? That my name really to push my thing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I bid in a, in, a, in a trust and a bus stop this morning. You know Damn what yeah. I mean? Like, what are you, what are you <laughs> yeah, talking about? Right. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But the sacrifices of things. Some people don't see the other ends. And right. But mm-hmm. love, overall, that's what Trump said. All. You do anything out of love, no matter what, the, uh, it, what no matter what the turnout might be right now, yeah. later on, it's going to work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you sow your seed of, of love at some point in time, it always come back around. You know what I mean? Like, I wear your glasses, and sometimes you're done. You have the credit. No, I ain't going to lie. I need my credit fixed. Kyle, yo, boom. It's just, it just how it works. It's a full circle. full Yeah, it's a full circle. circle. It's how right. life works. And right. If you ain't, uh, even in our small community, one thing I do want to say before we leave is like, in our small community, people got to understand like, yo, if we could just let the money circulate in mm-hmm. within it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're good to go. Mm-hmm. So our artists, I just say this, we have about 150,000 people in the, in the, in the Virgin Islands. 80. No, in both islands. Both, all three islands. 80. That's 80,000 now? No, it's more than 80. It's 80. Okay. If we got... But... The, di- the, the diaspora is bigger. So meaning a lot of us. A lot of people, a lot of us, okay, there's yeah, more yeah, of us abroad than probably. We say that way too. Yeah, right? but so yes, the diaspora is probably let's about say our a quarter million. With it, quarter million. You got 250,000 people as an audience yeah. that understands your culture, diaspora. you know what to do and everything, right? Mm. So you got 250,000 people off top. I play the 10% rule. Right. Mm. Right? So we, we take 250,000, you take 10% of what, what is it, 25,000? 25, 25,000. Yeah. 25, so you take 25,000 people, get them to spend $100 with you for the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Back right. Big, that's a bag. That's a, de- mm-hmm. that's a decent bag. Right. Right? Right. So it's how you think about it. And I mm-hmm. tell any starting art, artist, start off. Within your means. Very, huh? Within your means. Within your means. It's, yeah. I hate to say it this way, but. If you want, if, if a man to sell weed, you gonna start with your friends, right? Mm-hmm. And then your friend gonna tell a friend, blah blah. Right. If you sell music, start with your friend. You know right. what's crazy? A friend gonna tell another friend. I start doing credit. I start my friend. I start with your friend. friends. A friend gonna tell a friend. If you gain a fan a day, that's cool. You don't have to gain a million fans today because, mm-hmm. to be honest, you don't know what to do with a million. Mm-hmm. Fans. Right. You know what I mean? If you get a thousand people to spend a hundred dollars with you in a calendar year, that's a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Start there. Start with a goal of a thousand people. Mm-hmm. And then if you know how to manage a thousand people and a hundred thousand dollar business, mm-hmm. then okay, cool. Get that ten that thousand to ten thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a million dollar business right there with just ten thousand people, ten thousand loyal fans. Mm-hmm. You don't need a million. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So really dial into your numbers. And I learned that in certain in selling merch when I started yeah. with the King and Queen shirts and you had to get down into yeah. the nitty-gritty of yeah. costs and, and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wait, we don't really need that much people. That much people. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So when some people making uh, noise about this person doing this, I'm like, you just kind of looking your strategy a little wrong. Yeah. Right. Go back, yeah. visit the, the drawing board, board. Yeah. get your numbers right, and 
come back again. Right. We try and do all these big shows. You want to be in the village when it's like, yo, my boy, you could pack out that little small place and make more oh, than the village will pay you. Right. There you go. And then you own that. Right. You own that audience. You own the brand of throwing that party. Mm -hmm. Now you could take that, bring it to St. Croix, bring it to St. Martin, bring it thing. You learn torn. You done learn touring mm -hmm. after just trying to get big, you know? Right. So, yeah. Definitely. I appreciate you, man. Like uh, coming out here talking to me. I think you're scared, you know. I take it easy on you, man. I really appreciate sure. If this was Facebook Live, yeah, it would have been different. You I, know? Know. I try and get a little poop. I just like the buffer, bro. That might give me a speech last week, you check. And I took the Uber. I don't see me get up and leave. Oh, you don't walk out? Yeah, man. I would have taken that viral moment. I would have refreshed you for sure. Let me use the bar. I would have definitely taken that viral moment. And I would point a caption. Yeah, I run Delhi out there. But, man, I really appreciate you coming and spreading this love with us and, you know, making it come full circle and, and lending your time. I don't think people really understand how big you guys are because you, you guys don't carry it like that. You don't stunt on nobody. You just keep doing what you guys are big. You guys are doing big things. It needs to be celebrated. It needs to be talked about. Number one hits on any chart is huge, especially the billboard working with people like Chris Brown. So really appreciate you coming, spending time with us. Really went over time with you. This actually... One of my favorite. I don't know. One of my favorite. I like you. We talk like that. You talk. So they didn't even have an intro. They didn't even have an intro. You know what I mean? Our producer is who telling us rap. You know what I mean? Our staff is who telling us rap. But the producer is like, yo, yo. All of them will be They make it too much fun. Like they good shit. They want to wrap it up now. They're fired. We should have Yeah, man. I did, man. So you really, man, I really appreciate you coming, man. Um, thanks everybody for joining us on another episode of the Caribbean Currency Podcast, where financial literacy and Caribbean culture meets in the middle. Boom. And we just try to bring all these gems to you, bring people who are successful, people who've been through stuff, people who have knowledge, answers, wisdom, uh, ideas, and dope ass stories. Dope ass stories, you know what I mean? So, Delhi Banga. Yeah, I hear the hand. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, right. Love alone, love bro. Love alone. Caribbean currency. We out. Peace. Just need a big bag, a big bag. I'ma get it so fast, I'm so fast. And when I get that money, I'ma make that fucker last. Caribbean currency, we make that money last. We make it last. I just need a big bag, a big bag. I'ma get it fast. Get it fast.